Today on The Breakdown, just how special is Ike Haxton anyway? Like, what is it with that dude? He wears those glasses. He has that sort of look. You could decide he's a little smarmy, maybe. But then he starts talking, he starts playing, and you realize it's like a freaking computer back there, man. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's all transistors and wires and freaking... I don't know, quantum stuff. It's, it's a whole deal, is what I'm saying. <laughs> a whole freaking deal. And he's going to play a hand at the Caribbean Poker Party main event final table, which may not sound impressive, but let me tell you, it's a $5,300 buy-in online event where first place was almost $900,000. There's only eight players left. It's impressive, is what I'm saying. Be impressed. Allow yourself to be impressed one time in your life, Okay. Anyway, Ike Haxon is going to play a hand against Grayson Ramage, who maybe you've never heard of, or maybe you have if you know him or have heard of him. <laughs> but he's got, you know, millions of dollars, well, million of dollars of winnings as well on Hendon. He's no Johnny-come-lately. He's no guy you just sweep aside. Probably. Anyway, Ike Haxon's going to have a spot. He's going to be in a spot. I'm not saying it's going to be easy but I'm implying it's going to be hard. And we're going to talk about that spot right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You're all over the place, huh? (laughs) It's, you know, I'm living alone. I'm still quarantining in this pandemic. I know a lot of people aren't, and a lot of people haven't. I've done it since the beginning of March. Yeah, me too. It's uh, the end of January. You're, you, yeah, okay. You have a wife. Yeah. You have a child. Yeah. I'm all by myself over here, man. Like, I see you once a week. Yeah. That's it. That's the only human being I ever see. The only person I've touched in the last 10 months is your daughter. But to be clear... His daughter is like a, a month and a half old, and like we've held hands. I didn't mean that to sound. Crazy, <laughs> you made it sound creepy. Yeah, for if, sure. you guys, if you don't know what if you don't know anything about his daughter, that would sound really weird. But yeah. it's not. It's not weird. Like I've held his daughter. Um, so like, yeah, I'm going a little crazy. Okay, going a little nuts. I'm not afraid to say it. You know, it's a very emotional time. Grayson Ramage. Yeah, it's a sweet name. How how many Ramage jokes has he had to endure in poker about like whenever he goes all in. Just like, oh, he's ramaging. Maximum ramage. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's awful. And also, while the name is sort of cool, I guess, uh, I would just be sitting there the whole time. And by the whole time, I mean my entire life being him. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> just sitting there the whole time. <laughs> the whole life. Really kind of annoyed that my name was Ramage instead of Rampage. Mm. Like, change one fucking letter and now we got something how hard is it to change a last name legally in the united states i know changing your first name it's a little bit of a thing but you can do it it's not that hard you can can do it you can do it i think it i think you can actually just call yourself by by whatever name you want for seven years straight and then it becomes your last name legally you can also go and i think and just pay the money and you know get a license or something and then you're good you can just call yourself whatever you want for seven years, and then it's your name. That's what they used to say. I assume that would be like on official forms, bank statements, tax forms. But then how do you actually get those filed when you don't have that official name? Yeah, you know, this is the kind of thing that people used to say back in the day, in the 80s and 90s. It probably just wasn't actually true, but we all believed because we yeah. were told it a bunch, you know. Because that can't be true, can it? That makes no sense. Because that was just the time that people just had a lot of shit, and a lot of time to think about shit. How Life was good. 
how does it work? Like, let's say you don't put anything down on any of those forms for seven years, but you go by that name colloquially for seven years. And then one day you start signing all your stuff in a different name. No, that's not going to work. The whole world is built right. around your previous name. You have to, maybe you can go in and change it though easily, like legally. Maybe that's what it is. But you just tell them you've been doing it for seven years then, right? Like, I don't you know. Can just lie. I don't think just it's going to work if I just, on my tax forms for 2020 in this 2021 year, just write the name Grant Rampage on my tax forms. Yeah. I don't think that's going to work. I think they're going to come after you pretty hardcore. Yeah. I'm saying though, Grayson Rampa- Ramage should change his name to like Scott Rampage. You know, why not Grayson? dinosaur hunter? By the way, you should add dinosaur hunter. Why not Grayson? Because you know you sound like you went to prep school. Maybe he did. Yeah, he probably did. His name's Grayson. How so you're you not, not supposed to... to sound like what you are now. <laughs> Everybody has to try to sound like something they're not. Can't we just not be like uh, a prep school kid one time in our lives, Grant? Can't we do that? Grayson Rampage can't. Grayson Rampage can if he just you know changed his name to Scott and is then dinosaur hunter. I mean, who doesn't want to be Scott Rampage Dinosaur Hunter? By the way, if that isn't a fucking action figure, I don't know what is. That is not an action figure. Well, I'm saying it should be an action figure. I can tell you what is an action figure. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you what's not. I obviously don't know what is then since that is Stretch Armstrong. Not anymore. What do you mean not? Of course, it still exists. Does it? I'm sure people have them. From back in the day? I had one. As a kid? Yeah. Wow. That was like from the 50s. Well, they still made them, I guess, in the 90s when I was a kid. Wow, that's weird. How about you got any more? Is that the one you know? Uh, G.I. Joe's? Yeah, I had G.I. Joe's growing up. I used to love Do the little green army men count as action figures? I don't think they do. Why, though? Because What's the distinction? This is important. Yeah, I'm right. This is important. What is the semantic distinction on the top end and the bottom end that counts as an action figure? Because the little green army men certainly are they're in, figures they're in their figures and they're in poses that imply action that's both correct now maybe the difference is that this. you can't actually modify them you, they don't have like arms that move and stuff or legs that move you can't change their outfit so the action figure was invented back in actually gi joe was the first action figure i listened to a whole like six podcast series about this so i actually mm. could speak with, with intelligence okay. about this. so it was like hasbro or whoever whoever it was um and the, the big concern was like, how are we going to sell this? Because we're basically making a doll for boys. Yeah. And some guy came up with action figure. And then they were like, that's what we can call it. And no one called the Green Army Men action figures ever. And I think it's because they weren't dolls. Were they before action figures? Oh, they were like in the, they're like from the 30s or something. Because okay. like they're like, they're little pieces of plastic. Yeah. Like it doesn't take any technology to make that, right? Just a yeah. mold. But like the action figures are all like, yeah, you can move their, you can move them. Like you can move their arms, you move their legs. You can usually turn their necks. And as by the time GI Joe's were coming out when I was a kid, like you could, they had elbows and knees. You could bend the joints and stuff. It was super sweet. Of course they had fucking guns. It was awesome. The little green army men are pretty fun. They suck. Why are they fun? Have you ever actually played with little? Oh yeah. When I was a kid, how old were you? What, what age? Like 10 ish. I don't know. What, what kind of child, 10 year old child to be fair. It was usually in conjunction with Legos. Like, I, I didn't stick oh. to the bounds of Lego, the oh Lego universe that Lego tried to fucking implore me to stick to, and they tried to put me in their little <laughs> implore, box. Implore? Yeah. <laughs> Lego tries to put you in a box, like, hey, this is a Star Wars Lego set, yeah. or hey, this is a spaceship. No, fuck you. This is whatever I want it to be, Lego. I'll make my own damn thing. This is a Green Army Man base where they smoke cigars. Lego somehow figured out this thing of like, okay, we've got these, this modular toy, which can be anything, but the way we're going to make all the money is we're going to have it be a thing and tell everyone what the thing is and have them only make those things. And that worked. Like it well, didn't yeah. used to work, but then it worked. I mean, it's, and here we yeah, are. It's basically the same business model as puzzles, right? 
like, I guess it's not because it's not, puzzles aren't modular in that you can do whatever you want with them. Right. But they, they saw the business model of puzzles and they were like, people like that. So we can <laughs> right. make the, right. le, we're making a thing that's modular, but also you can just use it like a puzzle. Right. Like where you make a 3D puzzle. Yeah. It's, it is sort of like that. It's really weird. It's, it became, fun, it, became, it became like a model. Actually, it became like a model. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, which is very odd. That was not their original thing, but then they were dying and they had to come up with something and they partnered with all these brands. They have Lego movies, although those are finally not doing as well. Hmm. But they did really well for a long time. There was Lego TV shows that I think are still on. I wouldn't know. Um, they did all this weird branding stuff that somehow completely worked. Stuff that I would never in a million years when, thought When were work. they dying? Because when I, I was doing Legos in like the early 90s. They already had Lego Star Wars back then, right? Or no? No, I think it was mostly just space. It was like space. Oh, yeah, that's fine. No, that's different. I think all the the branded Lego stuff came in the last like 12 years or so, 15 years. Yeah. So that's so right before that is when they were completely fucked because no one cared anymore. Really? Yeah. I wonder if there was another heyday in the early 90s because I I feel like me and all my friends all enjoyed Legos back then. Huh. I I, I think it was still popular back then. Hmm. There was less to do, you know? There was no streaming. No internet. No inter- yeah, the internet did not exist. Yeah. Or effectively didn't exist. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Not in a way that kids would enjoy playing. Right? No. I mean, you could sort of email yeah. if you were very cool or very nerdy. Yeah. More, more, more the latter, I Yeah, guess. I think so. Okay, fine. I don't care. Just stop picking on me. So we, we emailed a little bit. Then I do. So what? So what? That's what we did. It's okay. And then you saw you've got mail and you were like, too mainstream. Can't do it anymore. AOL is for the fucking normies. I have Netscape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Because I am a revolutionary thinker. Yeah. Thank you. Alta, Alta Vista. Anyway, let's talk about something else. Okay. Let's talk more about the internet because that's where this hand took place. Oh, you turned it around on me. That's a snap dizzle right there, which is... What is that? One type of uh, kind of a gotcha journalism, mm. which I did to you. You're like TMZ right now. <laughs> I gotcha journalism to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless our fans who listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Yeah. Amazing. For those who like it, you know, within the next three years, there might be a, another podcast coming out that's basically just this stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. So this hand was suggested by kind of one of, one of the silent kings of suggestions. Wow. Casper Quack. Casper Quack. I mean... We, we might be talking about Rushmore. Whoa. Think I about thought you were going to say Hall of Fame, and you went straight to the top. Yeah, I think it's a no-question Hall of Fame. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like me Cas- too. At this point, Casper Quack cert- certainly has entered the Hall of Fame. First ballot. Yeah. I yeah. mean, depending on who's on the ballot. And I think, yeah. I think vying for Mount Rushmore. Vying for... Oh, okay. Look, I don't want to spend any time on this right now, but let's do a quick Mount Rushmore. <laughs> really quick. Really quick. Okay. There's some obvious ones. Now... The analogy is imperfect because I think does Mount Rushmore when you're when it's carved in stone you can't remove it is there forever. Sure. Okay. Then I guess we got to go Brian with a Y despite got b- despite recent got to you know, Brian with a Y is in next. Uh, ben Page done hundred percent. Yeah. Keep going. Max Sawyer a hundred percent. Yeah. So there's one spot left. No, there's not. Mark Testart's on there. Well, there's only four heads on Mount Rushmore, well, so you're done. Well, our Mount Rushmore... Sorry, Matt, sorry, Casper Donald Quack. Trump was trying to get on Mount Rushmore last year. <laughs> sorry, so Casper Quack. So who's to say we can't add a fifth? Grant <laughs> doesn't want you on Mount Rushmore. Maybe you could have like a little... Um, there could be like a little informational pamphlet about Casper Quack. You know, yeah, but overlooking nice. a nice vista, perhaps. Yeah, maybe that's what it would be like, but yeah. that's all. Uh, I'm just saying it's really Next hard to break. some information about some local ducks. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to break on Mount Rushmore these days. Casper Quack... It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be hard. Casper Quack's an up-and-comer, though. 
Yep, but who's even the first guy gets knocked off? Is it Testart? Is no, it I think Sawyer? it's got to be Brian with a Y because of his... Because it's been a while? Yeah, it's been too long. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But he's still got real distance between him and Casper Kwok, I got to say. There's some other people in the Casper Kwok realm Go. who've been doing it for longer than Casper Kwok, For too. example? Alex Trembath. Yeah. That's one. Anyone else? Uh, Mung Juice has been pretty strong recently. Yeah, no question. There's some others. But... I feel like the, the Mount Rushmore is pretty set, at least for now. I feel like Casper Kwok's going to have to keep on, you know, put in a few more seasons of greatness before we can really talk about, you know, like the real deal here, retiring anyone's number. Yeah, That's I guess all. fine. I mean, his number's getting retired, but at least on his local team. Yeah, the local team, fine. We're talking about, you know, retiring the number. Brand. All right. Okay. I think we're done. Let's move on. Let's talk about the hand. Okay. I guess we can talk about the hand. It's been like 55 minutes. Let's talk about the hand. I mean, I guess we can talk about the hand. Okay. It's online. That's important to you. It's on the internet. So you 50, love that. $5,300 buy-in. So right. that, that's different than a live $5,300 buy-in, by right. the way. It's much tougher. Oh my God. It's like a high roller. Yeah. For sure. Like any... Well, what would you say the scale is of difficulty stakes online versus live? You, like, is it 10x? No, like 5,300 wouldn't be 10x in this case, right? It would probably, but it might be like three, two to three X, I would guess. Like, no, it's probably better. It's probably tougher than the 10Ks. Yeah. Maybe five X at the most. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many people played in this event? I'm going to try and find out now, which may be challenging because I just have this. I guess I think the X probably changes depending on the the value because like a $500 tournament live is fucking cake. $500 $500 yeah. tournament online is going to have some really good players in it. Oh, right? yeah. That's usually going to be tough. And it's going to be tougher than a $2,500 tournament live, I would say. Most likely. It depends on where you are. Like, if you're at the World Series, yes. those 2500s are death, right? Yeah. But, like, anywhere else, if you're at, like, the Golden Nugget and they have a 2500 main event, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's definitely softer than mm-hmm. a $500 online tournament, I would argue. Almost always. Well, the, the only reason... on it, Okay. Not to get too far aside, but we're going to do it anyway. Here we go. This is inside... World Series of Poker Baseball. People love hearing about the World Series of Poker anyway. The only reason the $2,500 tournaments at the World Series of Poker are death mm-hmm. as compared to where they might be elsewhere is because they are always weekday tournaments. It's a huge difference. It means yeah. like the weekend warriors aren't there. Right. And That's it's right. just the people who are there for the whole summer and they're like, I'm playing all the bracelet events I can. Right. It's, if there was a $2,500 weekend tournament that they called the Monster Stack, that would be easy as fuck. If they called it the Monster Stack, it would. If they didn't call it anything, it wouldn't be that easy. It would be easier. If it was a weekend tournament, it would be easier than a $500 of online course. tournament. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. By the way, this, this event had 1,037 players in it. So Damn. That's why first place is almost a million. Yeah, indeed. And of course, you can see that because like, anyone can play from anywhere, that like all the best players can play this really easily. It's not a big deal, yep. especially during a pandemic. Especially Grace and Ramage. Yes, Rampage. Rampage. Bill, Billy Rampage. Billy Rampage. Okay. Dash Hunter. Anyway, let's finally get to the hand. Okay. All right. This hand starts off strange with a player named Alec. How did we figure out to say it? Because this player was a major player in one of the previous online hands we did. Alexi? Alexei? Something like that. It's A-L-E-K-S-E-J-S. Yeah, whatever. Okay. This guy. This guy who I think we liked the play of on the other hand. Can't remember. He's got 20... 22 blinds at the 30K big blind or 3 million big blind level. He's got 67 million and he limps queen 10 of hearts in middle position. What? Weird, right? Very weird. Is there someone who's really short at the The table? small blind has like 13 blinds, 12 so blinds. He, so he doesn't want to get shoved on with this hand. Of course, if the small blind is just going to shove a lot of hands Yeah, it doesn't anyway. matter. The small but then you, you only lose one blind instead of two? Yeah. Two and a half blinds? You know, you save but, a little bit. But a lot, but 
You do better. It's probably better to get the small blind out of the hand most of the time than just have the small blind always in the hand. I agree. Yeah, especially if the if the small blind had like sixteen or seventeen blinds, I think the limp makes more sense. Small blind's going to shove less. Yeah, but with like twelve or thirteen, the small blind's going to be looking to shove a lot. Yeah, so this feels not great. Especially once you start doing this a lot. Actually, it's more like eleven. Oh wow. I mean, the small blind their their antenna may go off a little bit though. Like like why is he limping when I've got eleven blinds? Like. Of course, yeah. if he does it three times, then you don't think that anymore. You're like, cool, I have ace five. Let's go. Either way, I kind of like seeing limps at high levels in it's poker because, like, you know, the limp has a place in poker somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere, you know? Doug Polk's been bringing it out lately against Daniel Negreanu. Yeah, and I've heard that there's a bunch of controversy about Negreanu now tanking forever or something. He did it once. So we'll see if he keeps doing it. I, I predict he will not continue to do it. And by the time people hear this, they'll know. Yep. This is being recorded about a week and a half before it comes out. Um, so, all right, Alexei is going to limp the Queen-10 of hearts. Then we got Mr. Rampage on, on the button. I uh, know the hijack, excuse me. He's got Jack-10 of spades. He's got 213 million, so pretty good stack, over, over 70 bigs, or about 70 bigs. Um, Jack-10 of spades could raise, but that feels like a really bad idea against a 22-big blind stack and a, who's probably a good player who just limped in middle position with a hand that plays really well post-flop in position. I agree. Like, you're just going to get jammed on way too often to make it profitable to raise, right? Yeah. And this hand plays so well, and, like, we're just turning into a bluff by raising. We're, like, hoping everyone folds, basically, yeah. right? Like, when he's only got 22 blinds, Alexis or Alexi or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think a limp makes sense here. Then we got uh, Jonathan P. in the small blind, who's the 11 blind stack. He's Jonathan got Proudfoot. Proudfoot. Cool. Yeah. He's got eight of clubs, ten of diamonds in the small blind. He's going to limp. Sure. Because, you know, why not? It's half not? a blind. Ike has almost the same stack as Rampage with 212 million in the big blind. Ike Haxton, of course. He's got two sixes. He's going to check. Probably the same reason that Grayson didn't raise, you know, expecting that the 20 some big blind stack is going to shove way too often to make it profitable to raise two sixes here, even though there's a lot of free money out there. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you kind of have to call it off, right? Against this field. And it's just like not yeah. profitable overall to call it off for that, that amount. With I mean, if it wasn't profitable, then, you know, it's probably more profitable to play it this way. Like, you, if, if it wasn't profitable to call it off, then you shouldn't call it off, right? Right. So it's got to be, but it's got to be way more yeah, profitable yeah. to, yeah, to not, to not. What I mean that. is, it's not profitable to be in that situation at all in general. Like, once you raise, your situation is uh, less profitable than it would be had you limped. Right. Yeah. I, I think if Ike was shorter, he could, like, if Ike had 22 blinds himself, he could just shove and be like, well, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But he's got too many chips to. He's got a lot of chips. Yeah. And there's chips to win, right? Mm-hmm. Because Grayson has a similar stack. Yep. Sixes is a great speculative hand. As exemplified on this flop, 15 million in the pot. Flop is five of clubs, six of spades, Hello. king of diamonds. Ike flops middle set. Nobody else flops anything at all, though. It's like complete wasteland out there for the other hands. Yeah. It's almost unbelievable how much they all missed, how three hands missed so badly. Uh, Yeah, I mean, well, when we've got two sixes in our hand, it's a little more believable. But you would think that someone has draws of some sort, at least, yeah. right? And there really is, I mean, I guess... Nobody has a pair or a draw. Grayson Ramage has two back doors, and that's it. Yeah. So, typically, you'd expect Ike's just going to bet a lot here, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody has the lead. He yeah. has middle set, not top set. Somebody could have a king, et cetera, et cetera. So, once Jonathan in the in the small blind checks, you'd, you, you would mostly bet, right, if you were Ike? Uh, yeah, I think I would. I, especially, I don't block the king. Like, yeah. if people have kings, they're going to call. Yeah. That's great. People have draws. This is a wet enough board. I mean, it's not very wet, but five, six on all these limps. Someone could have seven, eight, or nine, eight, or something mm-hmm. like that. 
Someone could have a six. Someone could have medium pocket pairs. I don't know. It feels like, yeah, I would, I would mostly leave this four-handed. Well, I just kind of check. Oh, you just set me up, didn't yeah. you? Like a bowling pin. Yes. Like a, a bowling pin. A bowling pin that you, like, pin to your shirt and walk around. So this is like, uh, I think, I don't know what happens in the future yes. on, on this street, but I think this is maybe more of like a classic trap than anything else. Just like trying to represent a weaker hand than he has because what happens later is it checks to Grayson on the button who bets as a bluff, obviously, $5 yeah. million, and Ike just calls. Everybody right. else folds. So it feels like Ike's just trying to rep a five or a six only and saying like, you can get me off this hand. Classic trap. Helm you style. Helm you style. I mean, is, is Ike going to call that off with a five, four ways? I know the button. I know it's the button betting, but is he really going to call with a five? Maybe not, but he's calling with a six, right? He has to. The other guys would usually bet their kings. Yeah. He probably has to call once with a six. Yeah. Or can, weak, of course, he can have draws. He could have a weak king. He could have a weak king. He could have seven, eight, four, three. That's about it, really. Yeah. But do, do you see any other strategic element going on besides classic trap here, Frank? Classic trap. No. Um, maybe he's trying to give the 22 blind stack, which, you know, limped in a yeah. chance to do something crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, there, he was going to check raise all in with his medium king or something like that. And if Ike raises right now, he's going to lose that. 20, 21 blinds bets. now. What? No, check raise all in. Meaning like... Well, that, that's not the guy who's in the hand. The 22 blind stack checked... Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying he's going to check raise Alexi, all in. Alexi checks right, right. his queen, ten of hearts, ramage back. Gotcha. He's doing thinking ramage. Hoping that in the, fu- in the future, Alexi raises all in after Ike calls. Exactly. Yeah. If Ike raises, Alexi's going to fold. But yeah. if Ike calls, that, I mean, it looks pretty good. Like, if, if you have King Jack, you could probably move in a lot if you wanted to. You don't have to, but you probably could. Or you could raise. You could do lots of things. Yes. Um, or just with your, your draw, if you have 7-8 suited or something like that. You could, you could yeah. definitely raise here. Move in is maybe a little strong. Uh, but you know what I mean. Make it put it in a big race. Yeah. Okay. That's that's, that's reasonable. All I got. That's also reasonable. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's part of Ike's thought process. Either way, it ends up with him check calling against the Jack and of Spades, who does have two back doors, but it's not a great situation. No, it's really bad. What is not so bad though? Uh oh. And actually, what you flipped the script all the way to good. Whoa. What? Uh... Nitrogen Sports. Oh, I was going somewhere really different. Well, don't. Okay. Nitrogen sports. Yeah, there's a link in the description of this podcast, you peoples. So if they click that link and they sign up, what happens? Well, first of all, you get to go to Nitrogen Sports, which is a joy. It's yeah, wonderful. It's, it's very easy to sign up. Literally, all you need is a username and a password to Literally. sign up. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That was the correct You need system. a computer. Okay. Oh, so literally, you need a little more than that. You need okay. an internet connection. Literally, all they require of you once you are on the website is a username and password to sign up. I just like people who are more precise with their language. It's fine. Go ahead. This is, <laughs> this is upsetting and not fun. I see that. Yeah. I love it. Either way, I'm trying to point out how easy it is oh, to sign up. Right. It is easy. Yeah. And that's literally, that's no matter how you get to nitrogen, but the best way to get there is using that link because it grants you access to the special poker guys shit we got going on. Yeah. Which is tight, 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 tight. You know, like Tuco. Tuco. Yeah. Yeah, Of course. Yeah. That's a Tuco reference. Heisenberg. You see that shit? (laughs) (laughs) We really hope you guys like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's our, it's our famous, extremely well known, and some people even talk about. Poker Guys Tournament that happens every month at the end of the month. I can tell you, it's going to keep happening. We just talked to Nitrogen about it. It ain't slowing down anytime soon. They guarantee a 1,000 buy-ins. They max out of 300 people. 
only 300 people are even allowed to play. Usually we get more like 200 or so. I haven't checked recently, to be honest. Uh, it's an incredible deal. That there's there's at least 700 buy-ins just thrown in the pool. Just sitting there for, for you to reasons. slurp up like a giraffe at a lake. That loves money. Loves money and loves that delicious lake water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's totally reasonable and fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, there's this poker tournament that they play, though, at the end of every month. And when you use the link in the description, you get access to that tournament. It costs a tenth of a millibit, which these days is like 30, uh, sorry, $3.20. It's like nothing. And uh, yeah, they guarantee like $3,200 because they're crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. And they, of course, also have normal poker, all the, all the things, all the trimmings. Yeah. They have casino games. They have sports betting. I know the Super Bowl just finished, but you know what? There's always more sports. There's the NBA. Bet on futures. I don't know. It's an incredible deal. The tournament is. alone is worth the sign up. Honestly, it really is. I know we've been saying it for years, but it's still very true, more so than ever, in fact, because of the price of Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, not signing up for it is being like a giraffe next to a lake and not drinking the delicious lake or water. Or drinking the delicious lake water and not appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. And just being like, ah, normal water. But is it, where are we even? Where, where am I getting this water from? I'm not sure what kind of body of water yeah, this even is. It's not even a lake, is it? Is it? I don't know. And I don't care to check. Because I'm a shitty giraffe. <laughs> And I don't deserve the delicious lake water. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> Why is my neck so long? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Prehensile tongues, you know. Good for them. It's really cool. You know, you know what Lamarckian evolution is? I do not. I've, I might find out right now. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. The giraffe is the perfect example of, of cool. uh, how Darwin and Lamarck were competing scientists at the time trying to... They both believed in evolution, but they, they thought the mechanisms were different. Obviously, mm-hmm. survival of the fittest Darwinism yeah. went out as the scientifically currently accepted model. Lamarck, who was an equally respected scientist at the time, believed that evolution occurred through the means of the parents doing things and then it being passed on to the children. And the giraffes huh. had long necks because the high leaves were hard to get initially and giraffes strained their necks and each subsequent generation had longer necks because the parents strained huh. their necks and the child would have a longer neck. And it sounds Weird. crazy now, but at the time, smart people were like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I could see if you don't have a, you know, you didn't learn about science much, that it yeah. makes some sense. Yeah, now it does sound a little whack. Yeah. So so you just, I said prehensile tongues and that just made you think about evolution, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Although I guess that would be the reason for that too. By the way, I fed a giraffe. And it's incredible. It's an incredible experience. <laughs> yeah. Because those tongues are just, they're like little hands, you know? Like one big finger that can it's do whatever creepy. it wants. It's really interesting. It sounds creepy. It's tentacle. It's powerful. But they're so friendly and sweet. Anyway. There's probably some people in the world who still believe in Lamarckian evolution. I'm sure. Of course there are. Yeah. There are people who believe, as we've seen, in everything. Yeah, in that's true. There's a lot that people believe in. Yeah. Let's not get into that. Okay. Let's get into the turn card. Here we go. That was my Oprah impression, basically. It was good. Pots 25 million, <laughs> five, six king, jack 10 of spades for Grayson Ramage with the back door flush draw and a set and, and straight draw. Set of sixes for young Ike Haxton. Turns the eight of spades. So one of those back doors does start to come in. It looks like he has a straight draw now, too, but he doesn't. Grayson Ramage. Yeah. It just feels like it, sort of. With the jack tennis spades? It's like, ah, I almost do. If I had the nine tennis spades, I would have a straight draw. So close to having a straight draw, but he does have the jack high flush draw. Good enough. Ike still has a set of sixes. Seven, nine got there. Eight, eight got there. Nothing else really got there unless four, seven is there. Probably I mean, not. As Ike, I think we're feeling really good about our hand. Yep. Like we have to be very happy to get as many chips in as possible right now. You know? Well, Ike's going to check. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, fine. This is a card that improves Grayson 
he probably was going to keep betting a lot of the time, but any any card that improves his equity, he's probably going to should bet, right? Um, I th- don't know if he was going to keep betting a lot of the time or not because Ike has a lot of loan kings here True. that he's going to hold on with. But uh, but certainly on an equity improving card, when you have Jack High, it feels like a very clear. And this is like one of the. This is a great equity. I mean, it doesn't bring you a straight draw. It's yeah. like the nine of spades, but still, it's pretty darn great. And this is one of the dream cards, really. Right? Yeah. So Grayson's going to size it up a bit, 16.5 into 25. I yeah. have to imagine this is designed to fold out any sixes or fives that decided not to fold the flop. Probably not going to be able to fold out 7-8, right, that picked up the 8 uh, with the straight draw? Probably not. When they're as deep as they are, I think I can I, I can comfortably call And that. probably not going to be able to fold out any kings either, but no. on the river you are if you don't improve. Yes, you can definitely take another shot. It's one of those nice things when you have jack high on the river and you yeah. can decide to... Now, you sort of block one of the things you want Ike to have, but you don't block 7-8, and that's good. Yeah. Anyway, maybe you can fold out a king anyway. Yeah, I... Uh, I think 16.5 is great, and you're going to get called by all the things you just said. All right. So should I continue the classic trap, or is this card a little too wet with an H after the W? It is getting a little wet. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we're going to raise, and that'll be the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's okay, though. Yeah, it's a big pot. Grayson is now betting two-thirds pot here, which I know is becoming more of a normal line that people take in these spots. Like yeah. the, When they bet the turn, they bet the size a lot uh, on this type of a board anyway. But uh, that also is like, it's a, it's a somewhat polarizing bet, right? Like he's saying, I have a good hand, bro. Right. And what's the bottom of Grayson's value here? Right. Value is a king, queen, king, jack, something in that range. It can maybe it can even be like a king 10 because I, because it was just a limp pot. So I can have like all the weak kings, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe, king, 10 know. At, king 10 at worst though, right? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think we can have king nine. I think king nine's probably a check. Although king nine does pick up a straight draw. Yeah. So I could decide to fire for that reason. You know, that if a nine or a seven comes, okay. it's harder to get action. King nine at worst, then. Okay, king nine at worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although king seven is an open-ender. But I guess with top pair, we can just check it back. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, king nine at worst. All right. So as like, obviously, we want to get called if we raise. Yeah. Um, we have to ask ourselves, what do we know about this player and how frequently is he double-barrel bluffing? We Obviously, if we think this guy is going to triple barrel a lot and has a lot of bluffs, we should not be raising, even though it's a wet card. I mean, one of the one of the reasons to raise, of course, is just to try and get a lot more chips in because with this raise, we might be able to get... Can we get all in, actually, if we raise here? And It's close. It's eh, like a big bet. Really. It's be like, like more, big... Even if we raise a reasonable amount, like we 3x it, we're st- the effective stack is going to be like w- more than like one hundred twenty five percent of the pot. Yeah. So it's it's not impossible, but it's tough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, still though, we can win a lot more chips by raising now. So yeah, if, if he has something, good. it's reasonable to raise. I think not only because it's a wet card, but also you know we don't block kings. So Grayson could have king queen king jack. The question is, is Grayson going to call with hands like that? He may fold. We may fold out king queen king jack. But another type of hand that Grayson could have here is where he had a straight draw and turns an eight. You know, he could have 9-8 eight. Eight or 7-8 or something like yeah. that and feel like, I'm going to keep betting. He's not calling 9-8. I don't even know if he's really going to bet an 8, actually, because, like, he figures he's folding out a 6 and getting called by a king. If he's betting an 8... He's not betting let's an 8. Say, let's assume he is for a second. Okay. I don't think he's calling 9-8. Maybe he's calling 7-8. Seven, 7-8 eight. Seven, eight would be the one. Yeah, yeah, you know what? He's not going to bet that anyway. He's probably just going to check that back. When probably. Eight. So that's not a good... All right, so what are we hoping... It, okay, Grayson doesn't have that many obvious bluffs except for air bluffs, right? Yeah. Now it turns out here's here's one right yeah. where he turns he turns the spades. 
But like everything else, it's 4-3, and everything else should be a made hand at this point. Yeah. It isn't complete air. Right. Or weird spades. Yeah. That's it. And the made hands are king nine plus, we think. Yeah, king nine plus. So the two pairs, maybe he thinks there's some two pair hands. That means Grayson would have limped with like six, eight, five, six. Yeah. That's about it, really. Yeah, you wouldn't really expect f- king five, king six. King eight suited. No. You just don't think so. I wouldn't think so. No, I wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Either okay. way, Ike does raise, just hoping... I mean, like, against a guy like Ike, maybe you do have to hold on with king-queen. I don't know, man. He called the small blind with two people behind him in big a blind. pot. What'd you say? Big blind. Oh, big blind? Oh, the small blind already folded. Yeah. So there's only one person behind him. Yeah. That's a little bit better. I don't know if I hold on with king-queen, honestly, when he takes this line. He could have just folded on the flop when we bet. You know? So we're only calling with our two-pair plus, then? It's probably not enough. Yeah. Does I, I mean, the thing is, what hands is Ike turning into a bluff here that... that because we can't be in any value when we have king, king jack, right? I could turn any 5x of spades into a bluff. Yes. That's could. a pretty obvious one. He could. Um, that is the most obvious one, actually. Yeah. What else? There's not much else. Unless he decides to turn 8-7 into a bluff. That sounds crazy. 3-4 of spades? Yeah, 3-4. That's, that's the one. Yeah. Really. Even without the spades, he could do it. Sure. Right? Uh, you maybe and maybe you're right. Maybe any five he's doing it with spades. With a, with a player as good as Ike, you have to assume yeah. a level of balance where That's I don't fair. think I don't think you can justify folding king queen against that player. You can fold it against a lot of players. I mean, what are what are the va- what's the value here for Ike? It's not a straight. He doesn't really ever have seven nine. Uh, he or, could. Why he not? Could a, he could have four seven actually. That's why that's not the, seven nine because he had to call on the flop out of position. It's only a third pot bet. They're super deep. They're not super deep, right? I mean, I guess they're pretty. They have like sixty blinds. I guess yeah. they are pretty deep. I don't know. Would you really do that with seven nine? If maybe if he has a black backdoor flush draw, with that's it? what he needs to have to. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess he could he could have that, but there aren't that many combos of it. I guess no. He's got like three combos of seven nine. Yeah. Four seven he would call. Yeah. So four seven gets there. Um, there isn't much else that you would think is like really strong value. I guess you don't put him on too many sets and not too many no. two pairs either. You'd expect most of those to raise on the flop. Yeah. He could have six eight. Yeah. And he could have king eight. Five eight maybe. Yeah. If five eight. I don't even know if five eight's calling. Yeah, though. it's a maybe. King eight feels like a pretty obvious one, though. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's you know thin on both sides. So I think you do have to call with some of your kings if you're Grayson. Yeah, not too many. I would think though. I think we can fold like king nine. We should probably just fold. Although we have a straight draw, king ten we should fold. Then. Yeah, I think so. Too. Maybe maybe fold king jack and call with king queen. Well, Ike is hoping that all goes in the hopper and gets a call because he raises yeah. to forty six million. Grayson is in there with the jack high flush draw and nothing else. This is just a fold, right? Well, it's twenty mil- It's thirty million to win. How much is the math is million. not going to add up for thirty the flush. million to win like ninety? Yeah, so we're getting three to one. It's we not good enough. In, it's not good enough. We are in position, and we have to believe we can get more if we get there. Yeah, right. We have to believe that, otherwise, it's a disaster. Yep. It's not unreasonable to think we could maybe get more though, right? Is because it, this is a backdoor. We bet the flop. Is it better to move in or call? That's a good question. It'd be a pretty big move in. It would, I mean... It'd be pretty big. It might be too easy of a binary decision for Ike, where his bluffs are easy folds and his value is easy calls. Like, yeah, we're like, not actually folding out good hands. Like, if he has king eight, he's never folding, yeah. right? He's like, you got a set of fives, you got a set of fives. Yeah. Like, whatever. If he has king five, he's probably not folding. Or probably king not. six, which he decided to slow play, which we know is possible because he's got a set of sixes. Um, we don't really want to fold out worse spade draws. Now, he would have to have it with something else, but that's 5x of spades. That's I don't mind folding draw. out worse spade draws because Ike is going to win the pot most of the mm, time. That's true. That's a good point. 
The the other side, of course, is there is strong implied odds if he has a worse spade draw. But of course, yeah. he could have a better spade draw too. It's not like yeah. impossible. So you're right. That's not a big deal. Huh. 30 to win 90. I think I like a fold the more I look at it. Yeah, I think you're probably right. We're just we're just bluffing here. We have 20%. We're going to get there 20% of the time. Yeah. Like, And by the way, we don't even know if we're good if we get there. Like, right. I could have queen five of spades. Yeah. Right? I could have ace five of spades. Yep. I could have other shit. I think I like a fold. But Grayson decides to call. Okay. We've been seeing a lot of this among high-level players recently where they're, they're calling without the right immediate odds, especially with flush draws. It's harder to put them on a flush draw yeah. when they do that, and it messes up everything. Yeah. So, fair enough. But, but if that becomes ubiquitous and people know about yeah. it, then the math will once again begin winning out on that. Yes. Well, I mean, absolutely. Like, it seems like Grayson is losing money by making this call, right? Because yeah. he's, not gonna, he's not getting the right direct odds and you worry first of all you don't get there very often and when you get there you're not sure how much you're going to get and know. if you want to get any more when you get there like you were i mean referring. if you make a flush you want to get more don't well, you? what i'm saying is maybe ike has a better flush oh yeah that's possible too right we're not even drawing to the nuts yeah. for drawing the nuts it feels a little bit better right it does yeah either way here we are 118 million in the pot okay Hey, Grayson Ramage goes on the rampage and hits the ace of spades on the river. It's a pretty good card for Grayson Ramage. I mean, it is one of the two best cards in the deck, the queen or ace of spades, making it less likely that Ike has a bigger flush, even so, when he makes the flush. It's great. Yep. Um, so now the board reads king five six with one spade, eight of spades on the turn, ace of spades on the river. Ike is sitting there with a set of sixes. Yeah. Should Ike bet the river? Yes. I think you should bet that. To try to get called by? Well, something pretty good called us on the turn, right? So, like, probably King Jack plus. Yeah. So, like, there's some two pairs in there. Two pair might jam on us on the turn. It might. It might. But it might not, too, with some short stacks. There's two pretty short stacks here. We're pretty deep. I could see it really not wanting to jam. We're at the final table. Like, you have to keep ICM in in mind. Uh, If we bet, we have to bet believing that. Two pair is we have to believe two pair can call us, right? Otherwise, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. So can two pair call us? Like we called the flop, so we don't have that much that we don't have that many flushes ourselves. Our story doesn't make a huge amount of sense, except that we when we call the flop, we have to have something. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense that we've got like spades that often. We get a little bit, of course, but not that often. So this is like a really good hand. This is one of the best hands we can show up with. Yeah, right. that doesn't that doesn't mean we have to bet, of course. But I'm just acknowledging that. For I just value. think it's a, it's like a shitty card. Like it's hard to get called now. It is. It is tough because two pair may also be like, oh no. Yeah. Although it might think like, what what ace is beating us really? Because it's the ace of spades. If it was a different ace, you might think like, oh god, the ace of spades, ace five of well, spades beats me. Now it's more just about Ike having some sort of backdoor flush that's more yeah. of a concern. Right. But again, there just aren't that many. There's the four three of spades. The five. There's X the of five spades. x of spades. There's. That's mostly yeah, it, right? it is. Yeah. So that's the good news. The king, the king X of spades, I guess. I don't know what to do. I think, I think betting is just kind of easier, yeah. the easier play, and that's maybe makes it better. I mean, let's think of it this way. All the hands that we would want to call us are never betting if we check. True. Never. Now, all the hands that are beating us are going to bet, and we're going to probably have to pay off anyway. Yeah. So let's bet. That's a reason to bet. And let's bet small because we yeah. because of those two things that you said, right? Mm-hmm. And we could look like we're trying to squeeze value out of a, what is now like our opponent's weaker range when this ace of spades comes. So it's okay to bet. We small. are we are trying to squeeze yeah, value. Out I'm of saying that. it's going to look like that too. Which is, but even if we have like we could have the nuts and be trying to do that, 
with in this spot. But we don't have that. We have a vulnerable hand. I understand. We're that. unhappy. I understand that. But I'm saying, like, it, it isn't like going to be a, an immediate like sign to like go ahead and run me over, man. You know what I mean? Because yeah. because we could have it. Right. Okay. That part was not so so easily identified. I mean, not for you. I think the audience got it. Yeah. You think the audience got it? I do. I think the audience is intelligent. Pandering. Okay. Disgusting. You're the guy who wants to build more more heads on Mount Rushmore, for crying out loud. It's not about the audience. It's because I have my my hand in the pockets of the Stonemasons Guild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to goose my bound stuff, man. I didn't realize. Yeah, let me do it. All right. Well, you should have you made that clearer. But now you have. Now you have. And from here on out, we'll, I'll behave differently. Yeah, I'm from. Comes to I grew up in Chicago. Masonry. You know how politics work there. I do. It's yep. crooked. It is very crooked. crooked. Anyway, all right. Anyway, Ike is going to lead and small thirty five point four million. I like it based on all, all the things that we've said. Like betting small is probably the right move here. I like it. Yeah. I mean, he's got a set of sixes on this three flush board, which either one of them could have hit, but it's unlikely. I think this is the right amount. This is the right amount to maybe get called by two pair. Yeah, right. It's less than we raised. Two. We raised a 46, now we're betting 35. Two pair may sigh and call. Yep, they may. That's what we're going for. Yeah, it's a bad card to get paid on, so let's make it small. Now, okay, it's a small bet, so as as Ramage, I guess we have to raise with the Jack High Flush? I think we do. I mean, I think we just do. I can have... Worse flushes? Worse flushes, I can have a hand like he has. He can have fives and sixes. Yeah. I don't think he's calling with the, with any two pair. No. We are once in a while beat and are going to really blow up everything. We do have the second there. nuts, but that that is isn't it the third nuts? It's the third nuts. Is the it Queen of Spades? The King of Spades? Oh, the King. King X of right. Spades. King, okay, it's third nuts. Excuse me. But still, I has to be I has to be suited in Spades and have called the flop with yeah. that. It's possible the King X of Spades is the way he gets but he there. Check raise the turn. Why would he do that? Yeah, right. It doesn't and, and unless it's King Five of Spades. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like okay, fine. One combo. He probably has enough. Well, I mean, it's what, 4-3 of spades? There aren't very many spades combos that Ike has here. No. I think it's fine to go for it here. Because, like, queen X of spades, there just aren't that many, right? It's queen five of spades only, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. So it's really just the king X of spades is the only thing we're really losing to. Assuming that Ike would raise on the turn sometimes, I guess. Right. And then that's really probably king five exactly. Yep. All right, so Ramage does go for it. He moves in for $158 effective. Almost a free roll. They have basically the same amount. Is it though because Ike folds yeah. with a set of sixes and I I don't know, is that a is that a bad fold? Because Ike did it pretty quickly. I mean, he probably thinks like, why isn't Ramage thinking that I can have the backdoor spades sometimes? Because obviously I can sometimes have backdoor spades here, right? Like the I guess from Ike's perspective, there are some obvious bluffs that Ramage could have that make perfect sense, which are King X that called the turn that has the King of Spades, right? You have the nut blocker, and right. it's never good enough against Ike's value range. When Ike bets tiny on that board instead of just checking or something. Once he check raises the turn, it's already not usually good enough. But then... Well, then why are we calling? Why would we call? It's good enough to justify the call, but not usually good enough to win. That's a weird sentence. it is. I don't know if that... Forget about that for a second. Okay, (laughs) great. Once we're on the river and the ace of spades comes, (laughs) if we have king, queen with the king of spades, we're not beating Ike's value range. Absolutely not, right? Right. But we weren't beating Ike's value range on the turn either. Right, that's basically what I meant to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're just bluff catching then. We're bluff catching now. And now we're giving ourselves a chance to win, though, against Ike's value range if we move in, if we have the king of spades. Um, yes. Some of his value range. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. 
That's the but only, it is it is a little bit of cognitive. Are there other, there's some well, cognitive dissonance Okay, so what there, are the right? bluffs then if it's not that? What are the bluffs for? For Ramage. Oh, okay. Um, it is really hard to come up with bluffs. Um, I don't know. It's king of spades. Your hand has the king of spades in it and not another spade. So he's just deciding like, okay, now that you bet again and you bet small, even for value, you assume I'm not folding. Like there's no chance I'm good. Yeah. And so I'm going to move in because I got the nut blocker. Or even okay. if I am good, it's just in case play. Like you're going to fold enough of your value that I think this is a better play. Boy, that'd be pretty devastating to be wrong though and lose yeah. extra, all this extra, lose another like 40 blinds. Well, if Ramage isn't bluffing with the king of spades, then Ike has an e- the easiest fold in the world with the set yes, of sixes. That's true. That's true. So maybe that's why he does. He, he bluffs with the king of spades because he needs bluffs. Yeah. And it's hard to come up with any. And so that's that's because that's all he can come up with. He's got to do it. But I think okay. maybe Ike doesn't give this guy credit for that because he folds quickly with a set of sixes. Yeah. Which does that mean that as Ramage, we should not be moving in with the jack high flush? Well, the question is, so if Ike folds a set of sixes, is he folding four three of spades? That's a big question now, right? Yeah. I mean, is Ike using distribution here or is he just going with like the, I, I lose to value and you have value for sure. So I fold four, I three know. spades. I don't know. Four, three spades blocks spades, which is nice. Yeah. Now it doesn't block any spades that make any sense for nope. him. When the, ace comes, when the ace comes, it really, it really fucks yeah. that up. Yeah. And we have four, three yeah. in our hands. So it's like five, four, no, five, no, it can't be five, four spades. Yeah. It's just tough. Yeah. Really, really tough. Yeah. So maybe he has to, so maybe he can fold that too. That's not good. That's weird. Like, there are higher spades. Nope. It's just hard to come up with any spades that you can have, though, right? This is, the, this is what you're, we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's... Maybe, maybe he can't move in then. It feels so nitty, but maybe it's just... Maybe, maybe I was saying it, maybe he thinks it's a free roll, but maybe it's a reverse free roll. It might almost. be. If, if I... Can I have, like... Not, nope, the eight is the eight of spades, so he can't have nine eight of spades. It makes no sense for him to have nine ten of spades because he called the flop. Ramage has the ten of spades. Even better. Uh, man, nine seven of spades, which I wouldn't have called the flop with anyway, is a straight. He might have called the flop with nine seven of spades. Back door with a nine seven. Maybe, maybe. But that's it. Yeah, is that going to call? Even I don't know. Moving? I don't know. Since he folded a set, he's probably folding the straight. Well, it's a, it's a flush now. Oh, you're right. It's a flush. Of course it is. Oh, then, okay. So there's one combo that probably he feels like he has to call. Yeah. Nine, seven of spades. Yeah. Okay. Because he can at least beat like four, three of spades. Right. I mean, if that's there, five, four of spades, if that's out there. You got to call with something. But maybe Ike's only calling with better hands. That's the problem. Yeah. Queen X of spades, King X of spades. Yeah. Yeah. This is a weird one, man. Queen five of spades... King five is or king X of spades. Those are like the two most obvious. Yeah. Maybe he can't move in. You might be right. I don't know. It feels really nitty not to. It does. Especially when I bets like less than a third of the pot on the river. Yeah. It's weird because like the assumptions that go into this kind of stuff. Sometimes we see these guys like Ike make like these crazy hero calls. Like I, I watched uh, Shark Cage mm-hmm. part two season two and like he makes some crazy hero call against Maria Ho when they're heads up and they're they're heat. Uh, and though he ends up losing the match, he like yeah makes some great call against her, which is like, you know, thin and I think she like told a pretty good story. Maybe I think he picked we up did. I think we did that one. Oh maybe we did. Yeah. I think he I think we did. Anyway, I think he may have picked up some stuff on her live, you know, a live tell right. it would be shocking. Um, 
But like, so sometimes these guys are going to make these hero calls where it's like, how can he call? And then he yeah. does, you know? And then other times it's like, but he's never going to call with anything. And it, it's, it's hard to know what goes on in the mind of that computer dude, you know? Yeah, I guess it's, t- it's a tough spot as Ramage because, yeah, sometimes I just going to, maybe he like, does call with the set sometimes. And yeah. for whatever reason, this time it was an easy fold for him. Maybe you're actually targeting a hand like uh, King Queen with like the, the King or Queen of Spades in it. No, Ike would never Ike have that Ike is never hand. playing that, that hand, hand that's that right. I forgot he check raised the turn. Never mind. And he's never going to bet the river. No. No, never mind. That's completely off. Damn it. Trying to come up with things. I think it's like... Maybe you can't move in. It feels like a damned if you do, damned if you don't thing, though, because it feels just so weak to not raise. But that is not a good reason to no, raise. Like, I, I've been there many times, and I've raised in times when I've talked myself into it, and it's about, it's about distinguishing between, okay, it feels weak, and it is weak, so I need to raise, versus yeah. it feels weak, but actually, I'm just not going to get called by, by... There's so little hands that can call me here... That will call me, I should say, that it's really a bad yeah. play. And and the, the downside is so much when I'm wrong. You know, when they have me. Yeah. I think I think maybe this is just a call. Yeah. It might be. I do agree. At the time in the in the in the moment it would feel weak and be like, Am I just bad? Yeah. You know, like and you know, value hunting is a big part of being great. Yeah. But also knowing when to do it. That's the other piece. I, I, I don't think this is a slam dunk one. This is a close no, one. No, no, it's a close is... one. Ike's quick fold makes it feel worse. Yeah. But Anyway, Ramage does better than Ike in the tournament, so he's got that. Yes, that's right. He does better. He gets second, right? He gets second place for like $631,000. Ike Haxon, unimpressively, fifth place for $200,000. Basically, he's, a, he's worthless. I mean, basically. Yeah. He can take those glasses if he wants, but he can't see shit. Hell yeah. Nailed him. Finally got Ike. Hit piece. <laughs> Music 